Welcome back to Church Media HQ. Today, I'm excited to continue my conversation with Josh Tice of Southern Hills Church in Las Vegas. Now, in this particular part of the conversation, Josh does talk about the upcoming Idea Day Summit, uh, which, of course, at the time, he was referring to the one in 2020. And they actually uh, now, what would be relevant is the one in 2021, which I believe you still have time to register for. And so I encourage you, if you're interested, look into their uh, their summit there, their event. Uh, it's uh, ideanetwork.church, and you can register for the upcoming summit. So just keep that in mind as you're listening. Yes, we talk about this event as if it were happening in 2020, but they do have one very similar happening here in 2021. Well, without further ado, let's get to our conversation and finish up our chat with Josh Tice. Once again, we just have to, uh, like we said, going back to the beginning of our conversation, you have to be, you know, you just have to be willing to try new things. And, um, and that's just, and I really like that story. Now, I know you also get really creative in the way that you use video. Um, I've seen some of your videos that you post on social media. Uh, and so, yeah, I'd like, uh, could you speak to that a little bit more? How have you used video specifically? Because we, we really preach the power of video here. Uh, we believe it is the most powerful medium out there. And so uh, how do you use that? Yeah, well, video works best in our church setting, of course, but also I would say definitely in social media. Um, and uh, we've got a great creative team that works on that. Jason, who is our creative arts pastor, as well as Michael Simmons, who is not only an incredible worship leader for us, but really does well with video content. And um, so, you know, it's as simple as sometimes getting in front of a green screen and giving the message on what you want to get across. But there are a lot of creative things that we've done, skits that we've done, um, that will gain a little traction, at least within it comes to our uh, our specific audience. So it depends. For me, we always begin with what is our audience and then what is our message. Um, if our audience is just to get across something to our church people, a special announcement, whatever it might be, um, then uh, then we kind of scale back. If our audience needs to be broader than that or we're trying to reach out to outside uh, of our congregation to make it a um, more of a social media campaign to bring new people in, then all of that plays in. But we we see the power of video. Uh, like we said, not only on social media for evangelistic purposes, but also for discipleship purposes in the church. Here's a few things we're doing with video in the church. Uh, one of the things that we've realized is is testimonials are incredibly important within any church. So, for example, if you want to increase giving, you want to hear about people who have given and it has blessed their lives through obeying God in that way. But if you get Uncle Joe to get up there and give his testimony, it could ramble on for seven, eight minutes. But Uncle Joe could absolutely get his point across if we can get a nice video with a little music in the background, nice lighting, and Uncle Joe can tell the same story. We can edit that down to 90 seconds or 120 seconds. And in doing so, in our American evangelical culture right now, allows us to have a shorter service span so that we can add another service and another service and reach more people with the gospel of Christ. So we have found that to be incredibly helpful within our church setting. We're also in the midst of attempting to... Um, utilize video for our discipleship process in our in our membership classes so right now we have what's called um connect grow serve share classes connect uh is four classes grow is four classes serve is four classes share is four classes basically it's 16 classes of our discipleship program a lot of people may not necessarily have time to take those classes in person with a live teacher 
but we have found that there are some online formats of video that have been incredibly helpful of getting people through content and classes in a way that you can actually check to see if they're accomplishing it. What do I mean? Not just giving those videos in YouTube format, watch these and let us know if you did, but going further and um, you can actually uh, design it in such a way that, um, that, you can, that people can't skip forward. Um, I, my mm. son, for example, just, uh, just uh, took his DMV driver's course. It was a 50, uh, no, I'm sorry. It was a, uh, yeah, 50, if I remember right, 50 hour course. He has to be there for 50 hours and it's just a long process. And, um, but you don't want the student fast forwarding the videos. So mm -hmm. um, technology allows it to, maybe you know what this technology is, but the technology allows you to, uh, you have to watch it as this timer goes by. You can't fast forward and it'll teach for 120 seconds. Then you click next and it goes to another mm -hmm. video that teaches for 120 seconds. Then the next video appears or the, it, the button appears and you press next and then it does it again. And then you have to answer like seven questions, get them right based on the last four or five videos that you watched. Yeah. And that guarantees they get the content. Well, we're looking into um, developing that for our discipleship process as well, so that um, somebody who might miss a lesson can still get that same content. We can make sure they've actually received that content. Yeah, and that's and I have heard of uh, different platforms that offer you know you allow them to create that content and once again just a great way to harness that um, uh, harness that that technology that's there that medium that's there video I mean video is like I said we and we're over here once again I've been looking off, off camera here at, at our at Bo here so many times and we're just you're you're speaking our language because uh, just to to back it up a little bit uh, first of all you talked about it in terms of how you use it in a service and you're you're right I mean if someone gets up to give a testimony or even to give the announcements or, or whatever it may be they ramble on and on and on and something that really can be done in just a few minutes or sometimes less than a minute takes 10 to 15 minutes and I like your perspective though of how you look at there is if we can streamline a service uh, well we're going to First of all, we're going to leave time for what's most important, which is you know the preaching and the worship aspect. Uh, but also, we could even add more services uh, to our to our schedule in general because uh, we've cut back. So I, I really like. Um, I wanted to go back to that and just I really like what you said there. And then yeah, using uh, this for discipleship, I think is. is a really awesome concept because once again, something that the secular world has been using for a long time, online, online, um, uh, college or university is not, it's, it's a very common thing. And they're using that type of technology that you talked about. And then to say, Hey, you know, we're going to take that and we're going to use that, uh, for our, um, you know, for our discipleship. And the other nice thing about it is that that is, that's so scalable. Um, so it doesn't matter if you've got one person interested in discipleship or if you've got a hundred or even you've got a thousand, uh, it can, it can be distributed very easily, whereas uh, not to say there's anything against uh, something that's in person or uh, more personal, but you know, uh, whereas hey, you could hit a point where you know we don't have the uh, the the space to facilitate you know having uh, you know this many people uh, and walk them through discipleship. We don't have the personnel to do it. Well, when you're on video, uh, you can. It's more scalable, and uh, I think that's some amazing videos to using uh, video specific or amazing advantages rather to using video specifically. And I think that's cool. So what, what's your plan? as far as on launching that i mean is that something that's in the works or or when when you when you foresee that happening well we're right now in the in the contemplation phase and we're looking at different formats that are able to do this 
that that probably will go in in the beginning of 2020. We might be looking toward that direction. But I agree. I think I think harnessing the power, let's say, of YouTube as an example. Um, the cults and the false teachers have taken advantage of this so well. I, there's probably not a week that goes by that I don't have somebody in our church mention to me that is a new Christian pastor. I went on YouTube and I found this preacher. Have you ever heard of him? And I'm like, yes, he's a false teacher. And they're incredible. They might have a church of 60, 70 people, but they have an audience of 30 to 40,000 people because they're taking advantage of the power of video. And, uh, and I, think, I think if Joseph Smith was alive today, he would not just be going from Missouri to Salt Lake City. He would be live streaming it. He would be mm -hmm. YouTubing it. And he would be gathering disciples from it. And I think those who are orthodox in their theology need to take advantage of video because I think the workers of the devil are. And I think that the cults and false teachers that even find themselves within our denominational circles are doing this. And we're losing our sheep to false theology yeah. um, uh, because that's what people are doing, especially the generation that is 30 and below. They are learning, learning, learning from YouTube. They are not flipping through channels. They don't know what that means. They are looking at YouTube and watching everything that comes across. So, yeah, and that's uh, and 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 I like the perspective there. You are, you know, you make a good point. The the because some people they they hear about YouTube, they hear about the internet, and they get kind of scared of the sin aspect. Okay, the the uh, the the filth, if you will, that's available out there on on the World Wide Web. But uh, I I do like your perspective. Is hey, you know what? There are people out there who truly are heretics. They really are false teachers. They don't just disagree over something preferential or something about that. that they actually are teaching false doctrine, and they're taking advantage of it. Um, and th those people are are, are misleading uh, countless uh, countless other people. Uh, and and it's almost like it's our we have this tool, and it's our responsibility to to use it uh, because if we don't. Than, than others will. Uh, and so that's certainly a, a, an incredible perspective there. Uh, well, uh, hey, we really love having you uh, on uh, the uh, our podcast today. I, I wanted to take give you just a moment, though. Let's talk a little bit about the Idea Network. I, I know this is something you've started some time ago. Let's talk about that and how that can be a, 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 something that can be a help to church leaders out there. We're going to get back to our conversation with Josh here in just a moment. As we begin 2021, we have a lot of new content planned for Church Media HQ. In fact, we are taking our content production to a whole new level. And we what, part of that is going to be something we're calling Church Media HQ Live. So every Thursday... We every Thursday afternoon we're going to be talking to church leaders in a live conversation format, and we'll be live streaming it. And also, it will be done by way of a virtual meeting on Zoom. And you are actually invited to join the conversation. So, if you want to join the conversation on Church Media HQ Live, just head over to churchmediahq.com/live to find out how you can get connected. And we look forward to hearing your questions, your ideas, and just talking to you about. Uh, anything, really anything media, anything church, and really just all things in between. So we look forward to having you join us for Church Media HQ Live. Again, head over to churchmediahq.com slash 
Again, head over to churchmediahq.com slash live and join us for the conversation. We look forward to seeing you there. Yeah, the ID Network is a network to share ideas for all ministry leaders. Um, and we hold different types of events, um, but it's really grown beyond the event base. The, it has started with Idea Days, days to share ideas for ministry leaders. We have Idea Nights, uh, which are micro events that are all over the country. Um, and then we have the Idea Summits, and which are major big events. Uh, but now uh, it, it's grown to basically be a network of pastors, ministry leaders, uh, that are um, around the country, around the world, being able to genuinely share the best methodological, sometimes philosophical, and even theological ideas in a safe environment that allows people to grow and mature. We really call it a collaborative effort. Um, collaborative brainstorming is what it's like. And you sit down with a yellow pad uh, and you begin to mark out all the best ideas that you can. Brainstorming is awesome by yourself, but it's so much better. Uh, like the Bible says, two are better than one. And where there's a threefold cord, it's not quickly broken. And if you can bring in a couple other people and brainstorm together, uh, what an incredible opportunity that is. So that really is the essence of what the Idea Network is. Yeah. And um, I think you've got a resource now available, uh, the Idea Journal. Uh, what's what's that all about? Yeah, the Idea, the idea Journal is a um, annual resource that comes out each fall that is a compilation of the best ideas that we've gathered at our Idea Network events. We're saying, man, that was awesome. Let's write on that. And it comes from, uh, it comes from uh, each annual will come from 12 to 15 different authors writing about 12 to 15 specific ideas. And you can actually go to ideanetwork.church uh, right now and order a copy. And, uh, and, and I think the cost is like 10 bucks. Now, if you go to the website right now, ideanetwork.church, you can actually order a free online resource that's talking about the best 100 ideas. These are not fleshed out ideas. They're just quick ideas. Best 100 ideas we've heard at an idea day. And uh, you can pick that up immediately. But yeah, the idea journal, uh, it's, it's kind of like an academic journal uh, in the theological world where the best academic ideas or theological ideas are discussed. Uh, these are the methodological ideas that are being discussed uh, at idea day. So it's a lot of fun put together. That's for sure. Uh, that's great. And then um, let's uh, let's talk about uh, what do you got coming up? You said you got some events. I think you have an event in January coming up. Uh, what's uh, talk about? I think it's your next idea day. Can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, it's happening in Vegas. So if you break down in California and there's only one place to go, <laughs> it's Las Vegas. Las Vegas, uh, January. I believe it's 28th and 29th. It's a Monday, Tuesday. Um, it's going to be an incredible event. Monday night, um, we're going to have a preaching service. And so arrive early Monday afternoon, hang out with some friends, bring your wife, stay downtown. Sunday, uh, Monday night is uh, Kurt Skelly is going to be preaching. and We're going to have a great worship service, a great preaching time. But then the next day is an idea day. It's just a full day to share ideas. Um, and uh, if you've never been to one, come. If you haven't been to one for a while, schedule a few days to get away. And come out to Vegas and have a good time with your spouse or a teammate, uh, ministry member, or uh, bring a deacon. It'll be a lot of fun. Uh, that's great. Well, uh, Josh, it's certainly great having you on the podcast. Get con- be sure you get connected. Uh, give us your website there again, idea network.church. Did I get that right? 
ideanetwork.church. And then my personal website is uh, joshtice.com. I do some writing there. And then you can check out our podcast. It's called The Idea Talks. Uh, and uh, it kind of is all connected to the Idea Network. So it's a lot of fun as well. That's awesome. Well, uh, be sure to get connected with Josh. And once again, thanks for being on the podcast with us. It was good having you. Luke, thanks so much, man. Thanks again for joining us. We love having you join us every week. So be sure to subscribe wherever you are watching or listening to this podcast. We are available wherever you listen to podcasts. And we also put every episode out on YouTube. So you can subscribe uh, there. And if you're watching on Facebook or YouTube, uh, please take a moment and just real quick like this video. It helps this content get seen by more church leaders like you. So we would really appreciate that. Also, I want to give you one last reminder about Church Media HQ Live, which starts this coming Thursday. If you want to get connected and join the conversation, head over to churchmediahq.com slash live. We look forward to having you join us live for a conversation about all things church, all things media, and everything in between. Well, thanks again for joining us. And as we leave you today, I want to remind you, this year, it's 2021. We're still uh, making maybe New Year's resolutions, New Year's goals. We'll make this one of yours. You need to try something new. Just try something new at your church. It could be small, it could be big, doesn't matter what it is. Try something new because it is so much better to fail at trying something great than to succeed at doing just the average. Until next time, I'm Luke Clayton, and I'll see you next time on Church Media HQ.